Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Canadian Disney Podcast. My name is Ryan Miller. Joining me this week is my wife, Lauren. Hi. We are from Hamilton, Ontario, and uh, we're both in various levels of being under the weather. I feel like that's how we've been ever since, like, May. <laughs> For the last six months. I don't know. If you've I... heard us, I'm sure, uh, each one of our episodes, you can hear, like, oh... Uh, Ryan's a little more under the weather this time, and oh, Lauren is, and, well, oh, now they both are. I had like bad lingering coughs after in the spring and was sick, and then, I don't know, like the two years around COVID, I didn't get sick at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now Rosalie's in, uh, she started daycare. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just, I'm notoriously just, sick. I'm just stuffed up. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna, no one wants to hear about that though. <laughs> we're going to persevere. Um, one of the things that has come up, uh, for us quite a lot is because, um, you know, we're entering <laughs> Disney has transitioned from Halloween to the holiday season. And one thing that Lauren always likes to mention is how she wishes she were at Disney, um, for the holidays uh, or, I know. or at least for the holiday season. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to be there. Although you know that I I wouldn't say no to being there over Christmas. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, I know it would be busy and, and like... Expensive. And expensive and all of that. But like, I, it's the best day in the best place. And I don't know. Like, I don't... Of course, the ideal is to be in like Magic Kingdom. But I don't think I would have to be there. I think I'd like stay at the resort. Yeah. Um, I think I would go to Epcot on Christmas. Man, Epcot, any park, any <laughs> park is going to be amazing. Like, even if you just go for a couple hours to be around it, like, yeah. anyway, um, but we have family that would be sad if we weren't around. For sure. Um, so we do love the holiday season. Um, but one of the things that has just come up, um, because it, Disney's going to be introducing it, um, basically for the start of December, uh, which is luminous the nighttime spectacular at Epcot. And I feel like I'm having like deja vu where we talked about harmonious like this yeah, not what, that long ago. You know what I just watched? I was going through videos on my phone and pre-COVID, um, there was that, like that um, display, I guess, where you could go into, I don't remember what building it was oh, in, yeah. and you could see all the things that were coming to, it was like a little bit of a projection, like 360, small show, just continuously ran. I can't yep. remember what it was called. Uh, no, but it, I think was it was it like in the Epcot festival Forever? Center, right? No, yeah. Epcot Forever was the, the show. nighttime show. Yeah, anyway. Um, but that, yeah, and it, so was, it was like, it would show, it showed the whole park and it would highlight certain areas with, yeah. um, with what was coming new. It was, it was a great presentation. It was like Remy was coming up, Mary Poppins. Yep. Um, uh, Guardians. I, yeah. And, and then, um, the new like play pavilion on all of this. And, yes. uh, I happened to see a video I took of the like kind of preview and hint at Harmonious. Yeah. And I just had this thought of, I was like, oh, I remember I was so excited. <laughs> and now, I don't know, it just doesn't, it feels like a long time, but also not at a long time. But you know what? A lot of people love that show. Um, anyway, it was just, uh, yeah, we have a new one coming. Yeah. And so one of the things that we wanted to do this week um, is talk about where uh, the best 
viewing spot is for for fireworks the other for nighttime thing is, spectaculars. Well, they've also they've also said like um, with the what is it? There's the after hours part of the after like the party. Yeah, or the not after, the party. The after hours events that they're yeah. starting in the new. Yeah, well, you'll be able to see um, Enchanted. Enchantment? Oh, Enchantment. <laughs> okay, so maybe I am not on top of my <laughs> my game here, but you know what I mean. Anyway, there's sure. there will be a time where if you are going to that event at Magic Kingdom, you can see two sets of fireworks. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of those sets of fireworks is enchantment <laughs> yeah <laughs> but Magic still Kingdom. like but it's still two sets of fireworks i would i would be down for that and um, knowing that happily ever after has even, kind of the thing is even if back. you're not gonna like stand and watch two shows like it, if you're gonna be on rides like we'll get into yeah, that but for um, sure it's just like how nice to have fireworks everywhere yeah i mean let's start with magic kingdom because okay. um it's the largest one for us to kind of deal with because there are so many different uh nighttime spectaculars throughout the year um because right now you know you just transition from halloween party fireworks to yeah. uh mickey's very merry christmas party fireworks the and christmas they're both ones, very different ones yeah the christmas are superior they're really good yeah the christmas party ones so i know um, what is it minis i don't i've never been good at that remembering that name <laughs> Uh, something minis very merry fireworks something is it mini or mickey it is I minis. It was minis it's minis anyway yeah. i think that they did a really good job i love those fireworks yeah um and i just want to talk for a second about the the halloween ones are good too but i felt like they're a little bit too um bit like i didn't i remember i was like i don't know what to pay attention to right <laughs> and, and i love the jack skellington but i feel like it's he, not worth getting up close for. Well, or, or you have to. to get you up have close. to get up close. Yeah. And at a party, like I have other things I want to be doing. <laughs> so it's such a good it's such a good feature. It's so well done that I almost wish they just like I don't know how to show in Tomorrowland about it. Or like on that size stage. <laughs> right. Like Yeah. Like you it's easy to miss out on that aspect of the show, which is a shame, but Yeah, I do feel like and we've we've talked about this in the past where the Halloween party fireworks um have a ton of projections on the castle and it is almost a distraction from the fireworks in the sky. You don't really know whether you're supposed to watch the projections or because the fireworks are also happening. They don't seem to kind of work together. Um, they kind of seem to be competing for maybe if you your stand, attention. Maybe if you're farther away, it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like when I, you're close up to the, when yeah. you're closer, it's hard to like take it all in, in your view. And I think that's something to take into consideration. How for close sure. do you want to be just in general in magic kingdom? How close yeah. do you want to be? I, as I have mentioned before, love to be right in, <laughs> in there. I love to have my whole field of vision, filled with fireworks around the castle yes i do think unless you are extremely opposed to that experience which it's just like maybe too stimulating or too like sensory overload yeah um i think that's something that everybody should experience I, yeah i feel like when the nighttime spectacular for magic kingdom whichever one it is is constructed um the it's like it's like uh going to see a show at the theater um, there is a spot 
usually center um, in in the middle where it is like the ideal view. They kind of capture the sound is perfect and the projections, the, the view, what they want the ideal view to be. Um, and I feel like most of the shows at Magic Kingdom are geared towards the castle hub. They yeah, know that's yeah. where the most people are going to gather. Um, and and so the view there is like the designer's uh, optimum viewpoint. And there is a, a case to be made for, for doing that. Um, certainly if it's your first time, um, but also if you're looking for that immersion in the, in the story of the nighttime spectacular. I mean, you have to put up with like, you have to arrive early. Crowds. Yeah. yeah. There's crowds. People will get there <clears throat> an hour plus yeah, beforehand. And people will come in the last minute and just like stand in Scooch. front of you, whatever. <laughs> so like, I feel like you just have to, if you, if you're going to view them from there, just like have a little grace, <laughs> yeah. Um, have some patience and just be flexible. I mean, if everybody it, kind of moves as soon as it starts, you know, like as yes. soon it kind of, there's some shifting happening, but cause I, I mean, I some people, some people are sitting for a little bit while they're waiting. Uh, and then as soon as they're ready, everybody stands up. Everyone should stand. I should say they don't let you sit. They don't let you sit. They don't want you to sit. It's not um, safe. Yeah. It's definitely not safe. Um, so, uh, if you are going, if you're like the fireworks are my thing, the nighttime spectacular is my thing. Um, I mean, without staking out a spot where you have like a railing in front of you, where you're not going to be obstructed by a person standing in front of you. Uh, I feel like that kind of spot tends to uh, fill up, I don't know, an hour to an hour and a half before the show. Yeah, I would say That's like if I really want a really good, like, I think if you go an hour. Yeah. I mean, so, there will be some days that are busy that that's just like not... Well, Maybe certainly, not long enough. But yeah. I think it's also like, that's just not feasible for some people with no. kids. But no. who And who wants to... Like, it? it's sort of unfair in that... It, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way it shouldn't have to be that you have to get there well, an hour early but that's where some people if it's just two people you just sort of squeeze your way in i'm not condoning it right but i'm saying like that's what people do yeah you know yeah um and they just kind of like people just just like i don't know just be polite but <laughs> but it does there is like we said there's crowds and I don't know. We've done it a number of times. Yeah. And I would say like, uh, maybe, maybe I'll go for, for happily ever after here. So happily ever after being the flagship nighttime spectacular at magic kingdom finally came back after enchantment. Um, and it, it tends to, it has great projections. Um, and if you want full immersion, uh, then you, then you can get it by being in the castle hub. And if it's your first time, um, I would recommend finding a spot in there. I don't think there's like an ideal, you, you must be there an hour and a half early and stake out the spot that's just to the right uh, in the castle hub. Like there's no one spot 
where it's perfect. Um, the whole castle hub, you're pretty much going to get the same experience um, of, of where you where you can see the projections on the castle and the fireworks uh, in the background. And so that's like that's like your number one spot for for watching the fireworks, especially for your first time, but also um, you I know, think if that's, you're a big aficionado. That's going to be the most like immersive experience viewing experience yes it's not necessarily going to be the easiest or the most stress-free yes and that's where i think um just like not last episode the episode before we talked about the dessert parties yeah and that's where that might be worth paying the price to go to a dessert party to either have a seat or have a reserved spot so i think i think um that's also a great way to go for sure um what we're also here to do today is to tell you that it's okay to watch the fireworks from other places. Um, I do know, so the castle hub will fill up first. People will fill up along main street, um, down all the way back to the train station on main street. Um, I know some people do try to stake out the, uh, the train station itself. I think part of it is, fast pass now or i don't know yeah it's or, not always available it's, it's always lane. yeah uh it's not always available sometimes That's, it's reserved um i will say i think something to consider about your viewing experience if you're going to be in the hub or on main street is like um the traffic of people walking through any of the like crossing ways or the sidewalk is like busy and constant yes so like <laughs> If you're in the hub and you're right on like the tape or where there's cast members, like that might be a little bit distracting to a viewing experience. Right. So sometimes like you might just want to shift away from that if you don't want to have like the constant bustle. Some people it doesn't bother. Yeah. I just think if you're right there, that's something to consider. And also like consider how long you want like do you need to get out of there fast right because if you need to if you want to get to your resort quite quickly uh then well it's not happening uh, i mean one it's not happening but (laughs) two like the bottom of main street right at the train station sure like view from there and then get ready to turn tail and and run because it will not run and that's why sometimes people just like hang around but let's talk about the other spots in the park where we yeah, can watch because from. there are other spots where you can enjoy and and yes you don't get the full front on view of the castle but the projections go quite far around the castle um and and it's worthwhile seeing them from from the side because it'll save you time um any of the spokes the the pathways that take you out and away from the castle hub there are spots to to view so you know the walkways into tomorrowland the walkways into uh liberty square um even into adventureland there are some spots along those walkways that you can see um but picture anywhere in the park that you can see the castle from and you can see fireworks at that point. Yeah, I just I don't think that they're like easy viewing spots. No. I just mean like you might be able to casually view them like or there might be trees in the way. Yeah. 
Um, but I think I was thinking more like the time that we watched from Fantasyland. Sure. A couple so, times. so this is a big one for us, especially for people who have seen the show before, who have seen the nighttime spectacular. Um, if projections are something that you're okay with not, not seeing every single time, um, there's a huge case to be made for watching the fireworks from behind the castle, um, into fantasy land because you can still see the castle, um, on your, on your left or right. Uh, and then further off in the distance behind the park, uh, is where the big fireworks happen. I was going to say, you really, as soon as you step away from the main street hub is where you realize like, Oh, the fireworks are not coming from the castle, yeah, like, not or not from them. behind, like, and, and we'll get into some other areas too, where like the fireworks are actually, being set off from a number of like far away places sort right. of far and like i don't even think that watching from fantasy land um i don't necessarily think the best view is the castle no. like there's some really great spots to view um and you can kind of just like sit on i don't know what do you call that like the, the rock ledges formations or, or... yeah around like um like sort of around Pinocchio's or we had a great time watching from um, the little, little mermaid, mermaid is like great because so many of them come from like behind the, the ship where the little mermaid <laughs> is carved on you there. You can position yourself yeah. Yeah, to where you're it seeing looks, it. There. It looks so good. And you can still hear like the music perfectly. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few that come over from like be our guest. Yeah. Um, we've watched from over by the teacups. Yeah. Kind of around there, but all that to say, like, it's just, like, less busy. Mm -hmm. You don't have to deal with the crowds. I know the first time we did it, we were doing an after hours. Yes. So, we, so we if we an after hours like, is happening or if the park is open past the time that the fireworks are happening, viewing from anywhere except the uh, anywhere outside of the hub and Main Street gives you an advantage immediately afterwards. Um, to, to go on another attraction, to go check out something else. Um, but even if uh, the park does close at, at the time the fireworks are, are going, um, it's just a little less chaos. Uh, you're not in the massive wave of people exiting and getting kind of shuffled along with that. You can take your time um, and, and still explore the park I remember when we were doing the after hours, like technically it had started and um, like I just went and got our free like Mickey bars right away. Yeah. <laughs> there was like no line. <laughs> when I, and I said like, oh, can I, can I get this now? And they were like, sure, let's see your wristband. And so I just had like my free Mickey bar and enjoyed part of the fireworks. Yeah. If you like taking firework photos, those are there's some great and like unique spots I don't know who, to do that. Who's into that. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I also think Just that me. like some of the uh, rides are good options. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go right there right away. The People Mover. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not like it's you're getting like it's yeah, and the you best. can't. You can't. But there's no fun. like perfect way to time it. Uh, I'm sure there is, I'm sure somebody's written it down somewhere. Um, but like any, any fireworks that you see while you're on the people mover, super fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nice. It's a nice way to end the night. Uh, I know 
I know some people who, you know, do Astro Orbiter because oh. you're up there. Yeah. I I I wouldn't. It'd be even harder to time it that way. I think um I just it's so much to get on that ride. Yeah. <laughs> that elevator. But yeah, that if you're gonna do it, that's a fun time. You know um, what? but Big Thunder. Big Thunder is great. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is gonna be great yeah. because seeing them from Splash Mountain was also fun because there are times that you're outside of the mountain itself. And then if you happen to be lucky enough to be on the final drop as fireworks are happening, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, It's just kind of fun to be in the park. Yeah. Um, when the majority of people are like pulled away (laughs) into the middle, probably like seven dwarves. Yeah. But I think people mover is like where I would want to go because it's like end of the night relaxing i always love the people mover and it's just fun to have fireworks going off for sure yeah um so yeah there are spots and the case can be made um to watch fireworks outside of the castle hub it doesn't have to be the be all and end all um and there are for people who like absolutely can't do crowds um I mean, one, it's hard to be at Disney, but, uh, but yeah, if you're not going to be in the park, there are a couple spots to view outside of the park as well. I do think that I want to say I prefer to watch from Fantasyland over some of the other spots we're going to mention. Outside of the parks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, just saying that if you want to experience fireworks yes. without, maybe you didn't have a ticket for the day and, yeah, yeah, and you sure. want to watch fireworks at the end of the night, um, I know a popular one's the Polynesian, the yeah. the beach down there where they, they're going to pipe the music in and you can see across the water. You can see uh, the castle and the fireworks um, for sure. The projections are a little harder to make out, um, obviously, because it's quite far away. But yeah. um, And the same thing, they do that the same thing at uh, Grand Floridian. Yeah, Grand Floridian also has the same view, but not it's not as straight on yeah. as the Polynesian is. Same thing with the and contemporary. And you can get a Dole Whip. You can get a Dole Whip at the yeah. Polynesian. We had a we had not a bad view um when we were there. We took some outside stairs. We were Yeah, like, well we were staying at in Tokelau probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we walked to the end of like we were on the second floor, I think, or third. And yeah. so we walked to the end of like the, the hallway outside on the landing. Yeah. There are outside stairs on the buildings and, and you can climb a couple sets without having to go into the building and you can watch from there. The sound still carries yeah. from the beach. Um, you're still going to get the effect, but it's not the same crowd as the one that, you know, crowds right down on the beach. No, in, and in it's particular. not, and I would say like, that the Polynesian does get busy. Yes. It is. It's it's not yeah, it's not empty. It's definitely a, a destination where people like to watch or if they have a later um yeah. like reservation. But you can yeah, you can have a dole whip, you can like come and go if you want. Yeah. Um, but if you're staying at the Polynesian, like go to your building, see if you can see anything. Um because Yeah, it's worthwhile. Yeah, and I mean unless you have a theme park view, but right. Theme park view is sort of like that you can see any part of the park. Right. We had a really good <laughs> theme park view at the Contemporary. Yeah, when we stayed uh, we stayed at Bay Lake Tower 
and had a theme park view for our honeymoon. And uh, I loved it. it Actually, was, it was great. I loved watching the fire. I think we watched fireworks like every night in From some there. way yeah. of our on our trip. Yes. Um, and some of that was that we had this theme park view. I yeah. think that was worth the splurge for a few nights. It, it was. We like, certainly was didn't perfect. do the whole trip there, no. but a couple nights, and then we took advantage of of being there. Now you can get a similar experience at the contemporary. Um, there's a couple of viewing spots. One, if you're gonna, uh, you know, make a night of it, go to California Grill. Um, there is a rooftop viewing platform um, outside of California Grill that you can, uh, you know, either you're there during dinner and you happen to pop out to watch fireworks, or um, you bring your receipt back. And so if you had an earlier reservation at like five o'clock, uh, you're not going to stay in the restaurant until nine. Um, but you can bring your receipt and they'll let you back up to the viewing platform. I don't know why exactly. I can't put my finger on it all these years later, but that was such a one and done for me. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I'm not, I don't know why, like the dinner, I loved the dinner. Yeah, I love California grill. And then we watched the fireworks and, um, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like, it was, it was good. I'm glad I did it once. Yeah. I just have not felt the need to want to watch from there again. So I feel like it was probably a byproduct of being spoiled on our honeymoon. Oh, in maybe. That we got to watch the fireworks think... quite a lot. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's just a different separation. The music is still there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great to listen to you. It's a really cool view to see the park kind of still alive and, and, yeah, and I moving. I and did the like seeing well. like, Oh, that firework comes from closer to like space mountain. Like yeah. I, I found, I really liked that. I think that if you have the opportunity to watch them from there, you should. Yeah. If you're going to do think, California grill, you almost might as well, you know, make it a thing. But I think for me, um, out of all the places that we've watched from, that one was not one of my favorites. Right. But we're just, have been lucky over the years to watch a lot of fireworks yeah. and I love watching the fireworks. So we really prioritized them for many, many trips. Yeah. There is another spot at the contemporary that we haven't tried before, which is the fourth floor, um, that outside platform. Yeah. Do people smoke out there? Is that why? I don't think they, I don't think they do anymore okay. or maybe they did. Or maybe or they were do, sneaking it. But... I don't know. <laughs> But um, up on the fourth floor, um, which is kind of their main level, uh, there's a walkout platform, and you can see the the park and the and the fireworks from there. Um, it's not the same overview view that you get from California Grill, but you'd still get to watch fireworks, and that's that's a great spot um, as well. Uh, but yeah, ultimately it doesn't really matter whether it's happily ever after, um, whether it's the, the Halloween party or, or, uh, Christmas party fireworks or, you know, the 4th of July fireworks, although everywhere will get busy, um, at that point and, and the new year's Eve fireworks, um, are all like good opportunities to find other places to view the fireworks from because the hub and main street would, would be jam packed. Um, obviously like we mentioned it before, if you, if it's your first time, 
we do recommend trying to get into the castle hub for that full immersion. But if you've been a few times and maybe fireworks are not your favorite thing in the world, but you still want to catch them, there are great viewing points outside of that area. Uh, I think it's also a good option. Like, um, what is it? Steakhouse 71. 71. Yeah. Like if you had, I would totally do a little bit of a later dinner there stick around right hang out the resort and like just watch them from that um like observation area like even if you just watch part of them or just hang out like it's it's a way different more casual laid back but also fun and magical way of watching just catching fireworks when you're in that area yeah we have not tried to watch them from wilderness lodge no I don't know what you can <laughs> see from there. I feel like it's, I know you can. Uh, yeah, but I feel like it's even further removed from the yeah. You know the monorail resorts where. Yeah. Um, but I know, like, I, yeah, I remember hearing them when we were like going to our room the one time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of trees around there. There's a lot sure. of big trees. Let's leave Magic Kingdom. Uh, and just talk briefly about Epcot. Okay. Um, one of the reasons why we loved, so we loved Illuminations um, for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons being that you could pretty much watch from it anywhere. Um, there were still like ideal viewing areas, um, but one of the th- struggles of Harmonious were the the screens, the projections, um i felt like the when barges we, when we watched it i like the fact i i think the fact that i couldn't really see it i i was totally disconnected yeah like i didn't even care if we finished watching it yes um um it was too bad so what has me a little bit more excited about luminous um is is that it is described as Dazzling fireworks, fountains, lights, and music. No talk about screens or projections, uh, which is great. <laughs> I feel like that will get us back to the the reason why Illuminations was... Gr- one of the reasons why Illuminations was great was that you could watch it from anywhere in the World Showcase and people didn't have to crowd around certain specific areas to, to see it like the best view or something like that. Um, I'm going to digress just briefly to talk about Luminous um, because it is subtitled The Symphony Symphony of Us. um, And it is broken up into a series of movements, a lot like Illuminations was, which is great, um, each representing life experiences that we have in common. Um, showing us that we are more alike than we are different. Um, and two original songs written just for the spectacular uh, and arrangements of uh, what they describe as carefully selected Disney songs that we all know and love, which I think is Do you think funny. that's because people were like, what was that last song? Yeah. I don't know if they really were or not. I just I just still can't get over the song that they chose to end Yes. Harmonious with from yeah. Hunchback, which is like not even one that's like in the movie. No. It's just in the yeah. credits. Um this 
so uh, I would encourage you to check out the Disney Parks blog um, preview of it uh, because it does have a first look um, at the at the song uh, Heartbeat Symphony, which is like the first movement. Um, and it, I don't know, it, it feels like, uh, I'm looking forward to listening to the whole soundtrack, obviously, and experiencing it. Um, it feels a little bit more like classic, like they've, like they've kind of gone, okay, this is a symphony. We want to make it musical and it has to, it has to tie together. So I'm sure that each movement will kind of have, um, like a, a flowing, thread through it uh there are going to be disney songs um and they will be grouped together by by theme i know there is um a multilingual arrangement of uh lauren will love this you'll be in my heart off no (laughs) i don't love it just in case you didn't catch that sarcasm um i don't have a thing against tarzan but for whatever reason i I don't hate, I mean, I don't, I don't like Phil Collins. I know. I'm sure. Um, no, I know, you know, I'm just telling be, everybody else. And yes. I don't know why. Um, I know a lot of people really love him. It's nothing personal. I just want to <laughs> change the music every time I hear it. I won't like, it'll be fine. It's not him singing it. No. Right. So. Um, there are uh, Proud Corazon. Um what? Which is, I think, from Coco. Oh. I think. I don't remember. I'd have to fact check that. Um, talking about the bonds of family. Um, then friendship, uh, where we get songs like You've Got a Friend in Me and Friend Like Me. Um, and then uh, then we get into like a romance movement. Um, then like i don't know disney's gonna pull on heartstrings i'm sure um but there's a movement that is about quiet loneliness of loss uh with songs like uh when she loved me and remember me so that would that would be coco Mm -hmm. um and then into into the unknown uh i see the light i love i love the music of frozen too yeah (laughs) so i am into that so i feel like uh you can definitely see how they're weaving the story of this nighttime spectacular where it is kind of focused on uh things that that we know um an experience in life. It sounds uh, like growth, right? Yes. Like the different things that you experience as you grow up. And yeah. Things get a little bit more, but not, but certain. not all like, like I am, uh, I do appreciate that. It's not all like everything is happy a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Um, but that it should have something that everyone has an opportunity to, um, connect with like i i feel like we uh it's something that we will everyone will have an opportunity to identify with it but ultimately um with a a song brand new song that starts it and a brand brand new song that i believe will probably close it um with this series of movements it will feel more cohesive um and and like everything was intentional 
with it. Um, now that being said, I have no idea. I haven't seen it, um, but I'm but I am looking for more looking forward to this than not. Uh, and yes, Proud Corazon is um, from Coco. Uh, all that to say, uh, I've digressed enough. Um, the idea, what they've really been talking about with Luminous is that. Um, the the teasers are that they are likely going to be great viewing areas everywhere. Um, back to the Illuminations tradition of just finding a spot in the world showcase and uh, and going from there. That there's not going to be things that you miss out on by being in Morocco versus Norway versus you know the the Canadian pavilion versus the Japanese pavilion, every view around the world showcase is going to be great. Um, if you need to leave quickly, uh, being either, you know, via Skyliner, then, you know, watch from the UK and France pavilion. If you need to leave from, uh, the front, then watch from the Canada pavilion or the, uh, the show, the entrance to the world showcase. Um, there are even spots further back. You will see most of the fireworks from um, the Imagination Pavilion and in and around Spaceship Earth. And uh, I'd say those are secondary spots. They're definitely, like you're not really going to sit and watch the show. Yeah, like, that's more like, oh, oh, hey, the uh, the fireworks are on. Let's watch them. Um, because your ideal is obviously going to be in the World Showcase. Um lagoon area um do you remember from illuminations one of your favorite spots to watch from uh yeah well i love watching from japan yes i love japan um and uh norway if you can get in a spot where there's like no trees blocking yeah and one time we did watch from canada and i was like oh yeah okay it's yeah. like nice i'm like happy to watch anywhere yeah. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks back as well too, where you can have a, um, a dinner reservation with fireworks viewing, um, at currently what spice road table and the Rosen crown. Yeah. Um, where you not, can, not La Hacienda still not, not as any, a package no. at oh. the moment. Um, maybe it'll come back. Who, yeah. who knows? Uh, and then whatever, lightning lane or dessert party comes up um i'm sure we'll also include a great view of of the lagoon um again it's it's a matter of timing if you want a spot right up against the the fence you're probably going to have to find a spot within the first hour before yeah, uh before sure. the show this one it does fill up it does fill up around right the along the side but as quickly. most of the showcases like most of the pavilions do um ramp up a little bit so i feel like in norway in particular i remember uh being there and yes obviously you want to be by the fence um around the lagoon but as you get further up into the pavilion it actually raises you up a little bit so you're not competing with you know you don't have to be six foot or above to get a good view of of everything um 
yeah, there are there are options. So I feel like there is less of an importance on getting there early as more uh it's more about when you're getting close to the time that you want to find a spot um finding a spot that works for you i think that this this is a harder one to, for people to like shift and move around like it, yes. th- this is definitely one like when you find a spot like it's your spot yeah so i yeah if you really want a spot i think you have to go at least an hour like one of the prime viewing spots. Yeah, if you have your heart set on a spot for sure. Yeah. And I think sometimes the wanting like near the fence is just so that you can have something to lean on. <laughs> like yeah. at the end of the night. I do think for us when Rosalie gets older and, and can stay up and watch the the, the fireworks, um, I feel like I might try to prioritize a better spot for her to see from. Uh, the only reason being... Um, that I'm not a kid on the shoulders kind of person, unless I'm going to be right at the back. Cause I don't want to block somebody's view. Yeah, it um, is rude. <laughs> I'm just if, like, if, I'm not going to beat around the bush. If, if the kid, if the kid is on your shoulders the whole time and you go and find a spot, then people have an opportunity to move around, I suppose. Uh, but if you wait and you hear the music start and then the kid goes up on your shoulders, like everyone behind you, uh, hates you, (laughs) but, but like, because you didn't give them an opportunity to, to move the, the ideal is holding your kids on your hip, uh, so that they're at the same level that you're at. So if you can see, if you have a good vantage point, then hold your kid at your same height, um, so that they can see the way that you see, then everybody has a good time and you're not, um, you're not rude to the people around you. Uh, but if you don't want to hold your kids up to your height or, um, then, then, you know, having a spot closer to the front is, uh, is better. And you may have to kind of find a spot earlier rather than later. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably it. I don't, I know, I I know that you can see them a little bit from like Topolino's and stuff. Right. But I, again, that's like kind of far off. Like you can see them happening. I do think that, um, like trying to see fireworks, like these fireworks at Magic Kingdom and Epcot and, um, specifically just those two, like have ruined firework, any other fireworks for me, (laughs) Um, which is fine. Like I no longer care about seeing Canada day fireworks or like, yeah. um, I don't know. When else do we have fireworks? I just, yeah, I don't care anymore um, because (laughs) they're just uh, so well done. Yeah. And I would rather be in a magic kingdom or a park enjoying fireworks. So I think that everybody should have fireworks ruined for them by seeing them <laughs> at Disney because they really are like, they're just so good. It's the perfect way to end a day. Um, for us, it wasn't worth trying to get Rosalie into the park and like she just wasn't going to last and that wouldn't no. have been enjoyable for us. Um, I mean, we have the benefit of already having seen them. Yes. So... Uh, but I don't know. All kids are different. You know your own kids and if they can stay up to watch, if they'll enjoy them, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Uh, but I think overall, like, it's such a fun part 
of of the experience. Yeah. Um, I feel like we won't go into uh, Star Wars Galactic Spectacular at Hollywood Studios because that's not happening at the moment. Um, and Animal Kingdom, the the Tree of Life show that happens kind of only when it's dark. Um, Awakenings. Awakenings. Um, that you can see. It's meant to be a sort of like stop as you're passing by. Yeah. Like you, there's you don't not park like a, and <laughs> there's not like a continuous. Spot. Yeah. They just kind of run every 15 minutes and, uh, and, and they don't have them. fireworks there. Yeah. Because of the animals. So. Obviously because of the animals. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Uh, do you have a favorite spot to view fireworks? Um, I'm sure it's one of the things that we listed because obviously we listed everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to talk about it uh but but maybe you have a favorite fireworks viewing moment um we'd love to hear about it you can uh go to our facebook and instagram page find the canadian disney podcast and just leave a comment on our particular episode about it um we just love hearing other people's stories also uh, if, that we can share if you um if you do enjoy, I know we've asked before, just to leave a rating or a review where you listen, it, it really does, um, well, one, it really makes our day or week, but <laughs> it also really just helps, um, it helps expand some of our listenership and it, it's very helpful. So yes. um, here's my like, I don't know, bi-monthly ask. Plug. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, on behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, this is the Canadian Disney Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.